Let us open this part of our worship this morning by turning to Matthew chapter 12. Matthew chapter 12. We have had occasion, because of God's word directing us, to consider Cyrus the Great, Cyrus the Persian, in the 40s chapters of Isaiah. And in light of that, let me read you a few verses from Matthew chapter 12, where the Lord Jesus Christ puts things in perspective for us. And when we get to the second service today and get to turn to Isaiah 49, we'll get a full perspective of where Cyrus is on the spectrum of greatness, because Jesus the Great will be presented to us there. Matthew chapter 12, at verse 38. Then certain of the scribes and of the Pharisees answered, saying, Master, we would see a sign from thee. But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, and there shall no sign be given to it, but the sign of the prophet Jonas. For as Jonas was three days and three nights in the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. The men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, because they repented at the preaching of Jonas, and behold, a greater than Jonas is here. The Queen of the South shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it, For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon. And behold, a greater than Solomon is here. When the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. Then he saith, I will return into my house from whence I came out. And when he is come, he findeth it empty, swept and garnished. Then goeth he and taketh with himself seven other spirits, more wicked than himself, and they enter in and dwell there. And the last state of that man is worse than the first. Even so shall it be also unto this wicked generation. Amen and amen. Let us not give lip service to our God and the Lord Jesus Christ like these certain scribes and Pharisees did in verse 38 when they called him Master. Let's not enter into this place of worship and call him Master without making him the master of our lives. He had been performing miracles left and right. They are listed right in the immediate context. Other Pharisees had accused him of casting out devils by the power of Beelzebub. There was a great deal of miracles going on, and they asked him for a sign. They expect him to comply with them, but they don't want to comply with him. Let's make sure that we comply with him, rather than being disappointed because he hasn't given us what we think we deserve from him. They wanted more. He had given them more than enough. The resurrection is sign enough. Yet they did not believe. How could a man ever give a greater sign 
than to say, kill me, bury me, and in three days and three nights I'll rise from the dead. There can't be a greater sign. Did it help them believe after the resurrection? No, not at all. The resurrection should be enough for us. We believe in the Lord Jesus Christ who rose from the dead. The men of Nineveh, the great capital of the Assyrian Empire, where Sennacherib made his home and had his palace and recorded all of his great deeds. The Nebuchadnezzar of the Chaldeans threw that city to the ground. Nahum, the minor prophet, describes that event. But when Jonah went to that city, 160 years before it was overthrown, they repented. They repented at Jonas. And he wasn't exactly the world's most winful evangelist. He didn't want to be there. He didn't want them to repent. He didn't want them to be saved. But they repented. And so the Lord Jesus Christ tells us here in the day of judgment, the men of Nineveh are going to rise up and say, we repented at a lesser preacher than you had. And they had the Lord Jesus Christ. And we have him by his word. We have it in writing for us. And the Queen of Sheba, the same thing in the next verse. But I want to point out two differences here. About the, in, a, in just a moment, the men of Nineveh repented. The Queen of Sheba rejoiced. To our words. To our, to our words that we ought to excel in because we know the Lord Jesus Christ so well. Verses 43 through 45 tell us Jesus Christ's prophecy of that generation, what would happen to them. He had cast devils out over and over of many different people, but those devils were going to come back, and the last state of that generation was going to be seven times worse in devil possession than it had been when he met them. Will we call the Lord Jesus Christ master with our lips, but not with our life? Let's make sure we call him master or show him to be master with our lives rather than our lips. Then we can use our lips. Will we humble ourselves like Nineveh did? Because we have the one greater than Jonas, the Lord Jesus Christ. Will we rejoice in spirit today? like the Queen of Sheba did. It took her breath away. She said, the fantastic stories I have heard are not one half good enough to tell me what Solomon's glory was like. But we have the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's see the humility and repentance of the men of Nineveh, and let's see the joy and excitement of the Queen of Sheba, and let's have both as we see the Lord Jesus Christ today. If we do not... If we do not, if this is boring, if this is something to be endured, the Bible does describe enduring sound doctrine and that a generation would come that wouldn't do it. If that's the case, then remember how Jesus finished this passage of Scripture and think about your family, think about this church, think about our nation. If we don't hold the line right now and show the humility and repentance and the rejoicing in spirit about Jesus Christ, the last state of that family and the last state of this church and the last state of this nation will be seven times worse than it was. Let us believe such consequences for such hypocrisy and disrespect for the Lord of glory, and let's give him our best today. He deserves it. He is the Lord of glory.
Who is this Lord of glory? The Lord of hosts. He is the Lord of glory. Let us pray. Almighty God, our Father in heaven, we do thank Thee in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for this passage that we have just read and for us to see the condensation of history involving the Assyrian Empire, the nation of Sheba, their rulers, prophets like Jonas, kings like Solomon, both exceeded by the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank Thee that we are in America in 2020, and we have heard the joyful sound and have seen the Lord Jesus Christ in the pages of the Scriptures and by the ministry of the Holy Spirit to us. Heavenly Father, do not let this church come a whit behind Nineveh, who repented in humility at the preaching of Jonas. Nor let us come a whit behind the rejoicing and excitement of the Queen of Sheba at seeing the glory of Solomon's kingdom and the servants tending to him. Heavenly Father, we should not even compare ourselves to either of these two persons or cities, but we should exceed them greatly this day. We thank Thee for Thy Son, the gift of Thy Son, and we thank Thee that You thought it would be a light thing if He were to merely convert Your nation of the Jews to, you, to Yourself. So You sent Him to convert us. And we thank Thee for the new world order because Jesus Christ Himself said, Now is the judgment of this world. Now shall the, this world be reproved by the ministry of that spirit and gospel. And the world was turned upside down by your apostles. And we thank thee for it, that you sent the gospel even to us Gentiles. And we rejoice in the light that has come to us in darkness. We rejoice in the power that has come to us through Christ to save us from the power of the strong man. We thank thee that we're able to understand about that Jewish nation and its final days as it gasped for air and then died, that it was seven times worse than when Jesus Christ arrived, that the devil took possession of that nation, and they crucified the Lord of glory. Heavenly Father, be with us today, and lift us up by your Spirit and by your Word. Open these pages to us, that we might see there, in the phraseology, in the verses, in the content, in the doctrine, in the logical reasoning, in the connections, the glory of your Son. And as we come to his table later today to honor him and to remember him for dying for us, Heavenly Father, let us do it with great comprehension of the facts of the gospel and great passion about those facts and how Jesus laid down his life for us. We thank thee for every good thing that we have and we are blessed abundantly in this nation. But Heavenly Father, we thank Thee for spiritual blessings far more than we do these natural things that we have. Amen. Oh Lord, we thank Thee for this congregation and church where we can assemble together with brethren of like precious faith. And we pray that by Your Spirit, 
And by our encouragement and by our singing together, we will teach and admonish one another and lift each other up in thy worship. Be with us this day. We thank thee for America, but, O oh Lord, we thank thee for the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank thee that he is a risen, reigning, and returning Savior, and we shall be with him soon. O oh, Heavenly Father, forgive us our sins. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Let this moment be a new moment, a clean page, a forward progress in our lives, cleansing us from everything behind us, throwing it behind thy back, that our prayers be not hindered, and that you will bless us in this hour. We pray these blessings upon every church of saints around the world and upon every minister of thine, that you will embolden them, that they will make manifest the glorious gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, that you will deliver them from their enemies, and that they will blast the gospel trumpet in all plainness of speech, that you will make them able ministers of the New Testament. And Heavenly Father, though we be in the book of Isaiah, let us see the fulfillment of those grand prophecies made of thy Son and the gospel era of thy kingdom. Be with us now. We thank thee for all that thou hast done, wilt do in this hour, and shall do for us in eternity. We commit our souls to thee in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.